Moms, dads and kids all across the world listening to us right now. Welcome to Parenthood, the future, a podcast by Planet Spark aimed at bringing experts, parents and teachers together to create some of the most exciting, entertaining and inspiring conversations around healthy parenting. I'm your host, Jatin Sani, community orchestrator at Planet Spark, and my role here is to connect all the dots and bring the show to life. Most of our episodes are designed as for the questions that we receive from parents across the globe. So if you want us to create episodes around some of your questions, please drop a mail at podcasts@planetspark.in. Today in this episode we have a parenting expert, a parent and a teacher who are going to share their insights and have a conversation around the topic advocating for kids during a crisis. Albus Dumbledore very rightfully quoted that words are in my not so humble opinion a most inexhaustible source of magic capable of both inflicting injury and causing remedy and when it comes to parents they should realize that the words they use around kids for kids must be spoken carefully as they play a vital role in their overall development The entire world is currently going through a tough time perhaps a time filled with a lot of uncertainty and with unpredictability comes a lot of doubt and we all know how curious kids are when they experience something new something that they have never heard of before during such times no matter what their age children want to know three basic things am i safe Are you the people caring for me safe? How will this situation affect my daily life? And when kids have these questions lingering around in their head, that's when they seek answers. And at this time, the parents must brace themselves and have the right knowledge to advocate and guide their kids towards the righteous path, instilling clarity and confidence in them. To discuss how to advocate for kids during crisis and depth, I'd like to firstly acknowledge and welcome Devanshi, a clinical psychologist at Moms Belief with over 10 years of academic experience and 6 years of professional experience. She holds multiple licensing in the field of psychology at an international level including for countries like India, UK and Canada. Hi Devanshi, it's great to have you here. Hi Jatin, thank you so much for having me here as an expert. I'm glad you gave me this opportunity. We're super super happy to have you and we have with us Angelica, an HR professional, mother of an 8-year-old from Toronto, Canada. Hi Angelica, how are you today? Hi Jatin, I'm very good. Thank you again for the opportunity and thank you for including me in this lovely panel. Thank you so much for being here. We're so so happy to have you here on the panel. And we are also thrilled to have Reshma Krishnan from Mumbai, India, a commerce graduate with an MBA in human resource with over 10 years of experience in field of teaching and training. Hi Reshma, we're so happy to have you with Thank us. Thank you Jatin. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. All right then. My first question is addressed to Angelica. Angelica to begin this podcast I would like to ask how curious were your kids about the pandemic and how did you prepare them for the same It's a great question Jatin and you know um the pandemic hit all of us and nobody was prepared for it including the kids including us um and 
one of the biggest things that you know i wanted to do was try and be ahead of what information my daughter is receiving um and how she's receiving it because it was such a big new story that you know she would hear it from from school from friends from other sources and i wanted to almost take a lead in that narrative um so that i could i could explain it to her the way i wanted her to understand what this this meant um for everybody else and what it meant for her so yes she had multiple questions as you rightly said in the introduction kids are anyways so curious and with something that they absolutely don't know about she had lots of questions including some uncomfortable ones for us like will grandma die because of this um so if if the question is how curious they were like there there's no end to the curiosity the whole pandemic and the news surrounding it uh, generated it's uh, it's really uh, interesting to know what the perspective of a child is but the interests quite become you know questionable and i in, in fact i believe that nobody would want to get to that interest where the kids have to go through especially the space of their growing years of their growing years where the creative side which takes shape for a child you know and then being there for that long i would also like to understand from a teacher's perspective as to what is a teacher who wants to ensure that the child grows and you know grooms themselves uh what, what do they think about it so what about you reshma what was your reaction when you heard the news of the pandemic and how did you prepare for this new normal of shifting everything you know from an offline mode per se to an online mode what do you, what, what do you think about yes, it yes chatin uh i i i you know at at the beginning uh, we all were okay to start with but you know thinking like it would go away in few days but then when it was actually declared as a pandemic by the world health organization that's when we completely understood how how strong it is and how deep it is going to go into our lives the lockdown then followed and then you know it went on and on i i do remember that i was in pune and then i couldn't return home for months i had to really mentally prepare myself to be at home uh, you know because i was a working professional i was used to meeting people my colleagues my friends and you know to cope up with with this being at home every time i started writing a blog i learned a little bit of coding and you know if i was facing this this issue i really don't know how parents must have coped up with the children and i it really took a lot of efforts uh, for me at least to accept the new normal and shift everything online uh, starting from work from home consultation of doctors online to ordering groceries online which i have never done before so i think we all uh, got that strength from each other our families and friends to accept it and then slowly prepare ourselves for that and 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 for a teacher for that matter for example when you're teaching a kid you know face to face in a class it's different the impact i believe is definitely different and uh, when you know you're teaching and you're taking everything online what are the changes and what are the nuances that you had to you know changes you had to do or nuances you had to pick from so how did you deal with that uh, transition right now when we meet the children face to face when when we are having the classes face to face it's a human touch that that the the kids know about you know they they see their friends they see their uh, 
kids and i think more than the grow more than us the grown ups this has affected our kids more so when i speak to parents even they tell me about how the child's behavior has has changed a lot they have become uh, aggressive and introvert they stay by themselves unable to express their feelings so uh, this is a, a lot of change that uh, the pandemic has brought in children so i i think it's the children uh, who have been facing this issues a lot uh, more than us so there are a lot of issues a lot of uh, difference i differences i see in children now when i used to teach them or even the adults uh, when i used to take trainings so they've changed a lot when i see them online they're not ready to speak they're not ready to speak up their mind they're not ready to tell what they're feeling so you know it's it's become really difficult we have i think we have really lost the human touch and i think it's time for the pandemic to go away now so that we can now come in touch with each other so that's what i think and to talk about feelings like on that note i would like to go back to angelica quickly and ask you that what do you do when your kid is upset about something you know when your 8 year old is not feeling well like feeling as a feeling is not feeling well what do you do then it's a it's a billion dollar question jatin what i try to do is um get down at her level right like try and be at her level instead of um rationalizing the feeling in any way or or overseeing it um try and help her open up about how she's feeling so um as i was mentioning earlier i'm also a coach so i try and use my coach approach which is really going with open ended questions with curiosity try and ask her really really open questions where it's not an answer of yes and no or that i'm not leading her to an answer if she's feeling upset i might i might assume she's feeling upset because she's heard some covid story or because she's not being able to speak to her friends but maybe there's absolutely something else going on in her mind so try and try to have the conversation and take the time to have the conversation to ask her what is going on how can i help you do you want to talk about how, how you're feeling today because and you know devanshi is an expert i i much more uh, in this field than i can ever be but um one of the important things that you know we've learned through uh, you know various things that i read up on parenting is also allowing the child to give a name to their emotion right so so i really try and encourage her to open up and have the conversations and it is it takes time it takes a lot of time and patience to allow the child to feel safe and comfortable enough to share um but then once they do share it it opens up a whole different conversation and then you can get into that world of how can you help them right so um it's not easy is a it's a muscle i i try and build every day uh, but that's how i i you know reach out to her when she's not feeling um high on energy or she's feeling uh, upset how beautiful how how uh, nice what a great way of parenting this i think this one goes beyond permissive parenting i believe but then uh, but then i would now like to ask our expert here devanshi how can a parent tell when their child is not coping well especially during this pandemic where they are mostly glued to the virtual world all the time Yes um so absolutely you know hearing uh, your conversation so far so you know before i actually answer this question i would like to first um, you know point out one thing now see when we are talking about this pandemic in general 
you know we are actually associating a lot of uh, negative uh, emotions you know a negative a, a sort of negative perception towards the whole situation so you know when we as adults you know tend to uh, portray certain things in an in a negative way in an abnormal way children definitely you know uh, you know they they observe us they they learn from us so for a child probably you know the pandemic situation might not be that alarming as compared to you know when uh, when as when as a parent you know parent feels some sort of anxiety or parent shows that you know this is an abnormal situation that's where things can actually go um, haywire so you know when it comes to the new situations like one of you had mentioned that um, Uh, you know this was a very uh, uh, depressing or a uh, maybe you know very unusual situation none of us were prepared for it so you know looking at the positive aspects of the whole situation i think that might have in the if we would have kept that in the first place i think that would have helped us uh, you know welcome this situation also in a positive sense rather than taking it and viewing it very negatively so you know being home spending more time with your family getting to spend more time with your children um you know things that we just could not do while we were you know commuting daily to the office and we were so you know tired and sick of going to uh, you know having a, a sort of a mundane routine so that is something from which we got a break from and uh, you know like uh, reshma had mentioned that she could now write blogs you know we could also pursue our hobbies and so many things so as an adult you know as a parent when we view, when we view something as positive only then we can instill some positivity in our child secondly you know when it comes to children so you know obviously children learn a lot from parents so um, there can be some uh, you know psychological signs which a parent should look out for in their children specifically so if your child is being very cranky you know your child is actually defying all the things that you tell them uh, they just they are just not in a mood to listen they tend to you know uh, throw tantrums at random or unusual times um so you know these these can be some of the psychological signs that you should look out for as a parent because you know children are not very well equipped with uh, you know uh, like they are not equipped with expressing things in words like how adults can do it so because they are still in learning phase so i think like angelica mentioned that you know associating certain emotions with words you know letting them have a broader vocabulary does help them in terms of their expression and their speech but since you know a lot of children are in growing phase so these are some of the key signs that the parents should look out for and you know suppose if those signs are there then the parents should not uh, you know actively uh, refute them or you know actively um, scold them so instead of sometimes you know taking it in an offensive way try to look out for sometimes when your child might be in a good mood you know trying to mediate out things or like as angelica also very rightly mentioned that you know going down to their level because they have not lived our age right so suppose if i am 30 years old today and my child is 8 years old i have surpassed that age of 8 years old but my child has not experienced 30 years of age so it is my duty as a parent to understand what a 8 year old might think like about this situation or how he or she may perceive a particular situation and why they might be behaving in such a way so definitely uh, you know the responsibilities on the parent whether it is a mother or a father and usually the same sex parent you know the biological um, 
you know if if the same sex parent can understand it better why because you know they have also kind of undergone the similar kind of physiological and you know biological changes in 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 that particular age so um, that that is a very good way of you know going and understanding what your child might be going through and uh, finding some good time and going down to their level and doing certain activities which could be like you know some play activities or you know any kind of uh, activities in the form of game where you can make them understand or maybe you can understand further what they are going through so in the form of stories that that's a very good way of um, you know trying to understand what the child is trying to tell think, us indirectly i think that's really really thought through and very insightful and on that note when i when i actually delve deep into it now after this these insights actually i now like to ask this to our teacher reshma you see kids have responded to the crisis by showing abrupt changes in personal hygiene and sleeping routines and weight you know and school performance mood disruptive behavior or maybe positive also in such cases in case of art and maybe no participation low participation or a lot of participation in activities so what can teachers do to ensure the well being of the kids and to support them during a crisis like yes chatan i i feel that teachers can you know teachers are the ones who can help the kids like anything because they are the ones who are you know after the parents i think teachers are the ones who the child looks up to so teachers can actually help by first of all speaking to the child and showing that the teacher cares you know ask them to share what they, what they're thinking right now instead of just keeping it inside or uh, feeling uh, you know scared of it the teacher can ask them to share what they think and i do that in my class so that's when the child comes up and tells you know this is what i'm scared of ma'am or this is what's happening so i'm really scared of you should show that you should show the child that you are always there you know you should you should show the the uh, you should make the child feel that your parent is always there somebody is always there available for you so there's there's uh, no chance of you know you be getting lost and uh, losing one of your uh, friends or anything just we have we have to tell them to keep that patience you know as now the vaccine has come up so slowly everything is going away listening to the child is is very important we have to listen to what the child has to say instead of just giving giving our uh, knowledge or just helping the child by speaking we have to listen and uh, mostly the 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 thing i do with my classes i encourage them to take up a new hobby you know first when i meet the children i ask them what your hobby is i tell them what my hobby is and i tell them whatever you like do it because this is the time this is the time that we are get, getting you know to be together to stay together so why not take up a hobby and i think and i think and so sorry to cut you but and i think and actually i just want to add on this notice because hobbies are definitely something that everyone practices and i agree with you on that totally but what about uh, activities what about engaging activities what about events because a lot of that went from you know offline to online also so what kids participating in events what were you guys doing about the you know co curricular side of the kids you know as teachers that is also your responsibility yes, so i think we should be encouraging our children to participate more in the events and i i'm very happy to tell you that 
many of my children many of my students participated in the events that were taking place on uh, planet spark you know there were activities like uh, children li- writing letters to uh, corona virus and uh, uh, you know uh, speaking about a tutorial showing that you're doing something there were many kids that participated in debates so these are the small small activities we should encourage the children and we got we got so good response from parents from children you know that they are loving these activities and i would really like to share something with you uh, uh, with the members today that are there here that one of my student uh, his name is shonak and he participated in the letter writing competition and i would read out something you know i i came to know about what the children feel in in these times you know he has written i'm i'm just reading out from his letter we children suffered too we had to attend video classes which we were not used to we couldn't play out and meet our teachers and friends i have a simple question for you corona what are you getting by doing all this could you feel that could you feel what the child is feeling you know so this was this this really moved me and i really encourage uh, the parents and the teachers to participate in whatever events they can make their child participate whether it's uh, offline whether it's online you know offline it could be a simple uh, with the family online yes we have so many on our platform too so games and activities do help the kids yeah i think uh, this is just so this <laughs> this doesn't get better than this so when i was uh, back in my school i remember i would participate in debate competitions a lot and in poetry not in letter writing it wasn't that great with creative writing but with with the poetry and spoken word poetry and sometimes in college we did slam also it used to feel like a therapy today that i recall it and i do it sometimes at open mics also i believe that these activities these events are very important see how beautiful what beautiful things come out of it like this is just one of the stories you're sharing of one of your uh, kids one of your students right it's just so beautiful to see uh, how helpful these events can be i'm so so thankful that i tried them and i'm so happy that you guys are carrying them out uh, because they really really they contribute a lot and also by the way little too emotional guys now now let me let me change it a bit and now allow me to go a bit off the script i'll be asking some completely different set of questions hope i'll get some interesting and fun answers and first question is to you angelica here we go if you were given the power to enter into a cartoon character's world what would it be and why <laughs> it's a great question chatan i think i think it would be barbie and uh, it is more out of curiosity because i all i sometimes don't agree with the way barbie shows up <laughs> and it would be good to understand her psyche so uh, it would be barbie for me how exciting and how fun i love i love the way uh, uh, you put into the point of understanding the perspective of the barbie what a what a what a great way to look at uh, life in general uh, and now and now and now quickly to reshma if you were to impress your students with any of the following superhero costumes which one would you choose to wear oh. and why wonder woman captain marvel 
black oh, widow okay. cat woman uh, that's a very nice question i i and i really feel bad that there's no superhuman character like reshma ma'am <laughs> but then yes i would i would like to take up uh, captain marvel this i think she is she is a very powerful character uh, i think she is very strong she has superhuman strength stamina and you know she has this sense of of coming danger that's what i know and she has healing powers and you know i feel instead of call, calling her a superhuman character we can call her you know as a mother you know because our moms have all these uh, things isn't it so i think yes i i take it i take it closely and wow. you know in uh, she has all these superhuman powers i i i really uh, say that's great but then she has a human touch to her also this is just i just i feel great that i get a get a chance to meet people via the podcast and hear out you know what their mm-hmm. perspectives are it's just so beautiful like it's a great perspective at life in general what a comparison and analogy with you know captain marvel and with a mother and with the healing powers of a teacher and a teacher choosing that superhero to be uh to be you know and in fact actually you know now that i now that i've heard this i would really want to know from devanshi also from our expert that which superhero would you choose and i'll repeat the options for you and why by the way so it's wonder woman captain marvel black widow catwoman or any other of your choice so um i think you know i would to be honest if you allow me i would want to be doraemon <laughs> why because i think uh, see if you look at doraemon in that in that cartoon he really helps out nobita you know all the time and he kind of gives a very uh, sometimes i have seen him actually counsel him also you know gives very uh, a good positivity whenever nobita is feeling sad and you know he feels bad because he has low self esteem at times so i think you know as a parent if we all try to instill the positivity in our children like i said all you know like we need to normalize things first for them you know we need to let them know okay whether it is corona virus whether it is any other you know unusual situation it's fine we all go through it is just a small little hurdle is just like a you know a chapter in the book which you've not understood and once you understand you'll be okay with it so you know normalizing things is very important and giving them positivity since the childhood so that you know when they transform in their adulthood they they have a very positive vision and they don't see challenges as hurdles they rather see them as chapters that have to be just finished off you know by learning some strategies and moving on so that is something that i think i would like to do so and, yeah i'm sorry i had to don't know you your were options. definitely given a chance to pick anyone that you'd like and to be honest i would love to have a doraemon around me to help me out all the time i saw that cartoon very very late uh, i wasn't a kid that time but i loved it and uh, i love the take of positivity on it i love i love uh, the fact about the energy the way they behave i love the the choices that we make and they lead us to a positive environment i love the fact of that and now to ask to angelica uh we want to know a little bit more and so we'll snoop in a little so how about you just two things that you think your kids do better than you oh my god what is the 8 year old yeah <laughs> um that she does better than me um i think i think she's more caring than i am um and that's just beautiful to see um you asked me the question earlier whether 
uh, what do I do when I see that she's not happy? I have seen her do the same thing with me and my husband. When she, if she feels something is off, she would come and give us a hug and she would ask what's going on. So I really, really, um, you know, respect her for that. Um, and the other thing is reading. Um, and actually, I can go on and on. I'm thinking reading and playing the piano. She, her hobbies are, and I think Devanshi or Reshma was mentioning that earlier. Um, to have some hobbies to ground them in and to have um, you know their happy place what's their happy place so reading books and playing the piano is her happy place and I envy her for that because I don't have such strong hobbies Um, there's definitely a lot more I can add but um, maybe what a a great kid you have by the way eight-year-old and reads my God, I am like, I don't even want to tell my age to anyone, but I do not read at all. I'm struggling so bad. I'm so jealous of that now. <laughs> and now, and now, uh, my question to Reshma, uh, Reshma, would you rather be able to read minds? Like if you, if you were to have a power, would you rather be able to read minds of your students or have the ability to control their oh, actions? Okay, that's a difficult question. <laughs> okay, so if, if I had that power, I would I would like, uh, you know, to be able to read the minds of my kids and students instead of controlling their actions. Because I, I guess it is important for, uh, important for me as a parent, as a teacher, to know why they are doing that particular action. It, you know, instead of just telling my kid to, you know, hey, stop doing that or uh, don't do this or don't do that. You know, I think whatever we do is because we have a thought process and it is because something is going on in our mind that's why we are doing that thing and I think same goes for the kid so I think I would like to know why uh, the kid is doing this so if I could able I if I if you know I could read that child's mind if I could read my student's mind I would be more able to help that child because I have read somewhere Jatin you know that uh, children behave in a particular way to get attention. You know, so I would want to know what it is that, that is troubling the child. So, yes, definitely I would like to read the mind, know what is behind them. And I'm and I'm sure the banged upon power that yes. you get would be the healing ability. <laughs> because from, yeah, and yes. I think that would be, that would be great for the kids. And now... And now that we have come to the end of what has been an exciting episode, before we end this, I'd like to ask Devanshi one last question. And that is, what are some of the ways through which parents can engage with their kids to help them, you know, maintain their emotional stability? All right. So this is a very interesting question. And in fact, the answer is also very interesting. So, um, you know, see, as a as a parent, because we are very busy in our day to day schedule and you know, when we, we grow into an adult, we actually forget uh, to live, uh, you know, our own lives. So, uh, you know, through the means of having children at home and, you know, especially when you want to engage them, the biggest uh, stress buster is you could pick up certain activities. Okay, so those could be any sports activities, any play activities or, you know, simply, you know, just sitting with them and doing a role play. So, um you know, you're able to spend quality time, not just with your child, but you're also, you know, uh, that way you also get to relive your own childhood in a way. So, you know, if you if you see like uh, after a busy day, you know, taking out your children to a park or maybe taking them out um, 
at night for a walk uh playing some uh, you know uh, games with them if you are not able to go outside maybe in the like you know in the in the in your home setup you know creating some sort of uh, desk or you know board games and through the means of play activities trying to ask them you know what has how has your day been and what do you feel about this situation what do you think about this so you know that way they'll be able to give you more answers another thing is you know when you are as a parent if you are very uh, worried about why your child is behaving in a certain way as uh, uh, reshma had uh, rightly pointed out that a lot of children ask for uh, you know attention and there is a reason behind why they are wanting for attention they might be insecure about certain things or there might have been some traumatic events that might have happened in their school or maybe with some friends or some teachers or somebody around them and they are not able to verbalize it so sometimes you know doing a role play with your child might help so role play in the sense you know replicating a school like situation replicating suppose if your child has come back from from you know maybe he met his friend he came back or he had a video call with one of his friends or with his teachers and you feel you know prior to or post that particular event your child has started behaving in certain ways so you know doing a role play would help you understand the whole perspective so you can actually uh, you know try and be the child or you can be the other person and then you can ask the child okay what happened okay you know let's let's play this game you know i'll be your teacher and you you be the student okay we'll learn this we'll do this so that way child might be able to verbalize some things and then you can actually deduce themes and patterns you know as to what might have happened and what is it so traumatic that might have yeah. you know affected the child so these what are a, what a, really what really a nice good idea. what a nice idea i have never ever heard <laughs> or thought about it myself i think it's great it's it's a great idea to just uh, listen so i think throughout the podcast we're coming to a point to understand that okay hey the best way to advocate for the kids is to listen to them and then you know reshma told us that you have to make sure that the kids feel that you're there for them and then finally we come to a point is that hey help them enact the situation and then eventually once they do that you're able to do all of these things to hear to be there to listen to them and while you're doing that you're also solving a very 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 big problem for yourself as to being able to understand what your kid is thinking what your kid is feeling and and there's so many things i believe that the parents can take away from this episode it was it was incredible hearing you devanshi and uh, thank you for sharing your wisdom and knowledge thank you angelica and reshma for being such wonderful sport such a wonderful sport and and sharing your insights and fun answers thank you thank, thank you, you everyone and finally special thanks to all our listeners across the globe in order to receive updates around all our upcoming episodes kindly subscribe to our channel and follow the social media handles of planet spark planet spark offers a combination of expert teachers engaging teaching content and powerful technology delivering an immersive experience for kids where they can truly enjoy learning book a free trial now at www.planetspark.in sending lots of love power and positive energy away this is jatin saini your host signing off